Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. Right now, the world. <laughs> You're waiting for the punchline? <laughs> the world. Right now, the world. Mm. The world. Right now, roughly, give or take a few, about 7.8 billion people. Hmm. Now, those people believe a lot of different things. Yes. Now, if we go to according, I'm going to do a little theology class oh, right okay. here for this. So according to Wikipedia, if we just take the, the top five groups, um, we have about 2.4 billion Christians, about 33%, 1.9 billion uh, Muslims, uh, 1.2 billion secular slash atheists, uh, 1.15 billion Hindus. And then after that, it all goes down to like about a half a billion Buddhists and everybody else, all the way down to Rastafarians. Any Zoroastrians still on the list? Zoroastrian? Oh, 2.6 million. Oh, wow. I I wouldn't have expected you to say that. (laughs) Sweet, when you said that, I'm like, I don't know about that. And I looked at the list. Yes. It's on there. Okay. They are right right between uh, Cow Dai and Tenrikios. Okay. I I don't know. Any Pastafarians on there? Pot, no, not pot. No, that's no, no flying spaghetti monsters. There, that might be a smaller group. Okay. Now, suffice it to say, no matter what your personal affiliation or no affiliation at all, mm-hmm. there is a line in this minute that mm-hmm. I found intricately interesting <laughs> for many reasons. Yeah, and I can't wait to talk about. It. Yeah, yeah, because we're we're picking up here at uh, at minute forty of Iron Man two from two thousand and ten. Uh, we're still in the middle of our little playlet. Uh, yes. The two facing off against each other. Um, so we we have uh, obviously Ivan has been captured by the the police and, and put in jail. He doesn't seem particularly disturbed by this or think of it as as a failure of what he has done, which is confusing to Tony. So uh, as the conversation has been going on, uh, the the sentence he had, he had or the paragraph he had started with was, "You come from a family of thieves and butchers, and now like all guilty men, you seek to rewrite your own history." And so he continues that thought in here in minute forty by saying. And you forget all the lives the Stark family has destroyed. It's like, yeah, that's right. Because you don't become a billionaire <laughs> without crushing a lot of people along the way. It's just not possible. Well, and especially when that is built on the arms dealing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> the nasty, nasty business. I mean, that doesn't happen when you're selling books. Uh... <laughs> Never. That's a different. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, we, does, uh, does uh, Next Real use AWS? Because uh, I'm oh. afraid that <laughs> go too far. <laughs> we might just get shut down. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So, so Tony, obviously being Tony, uh, then tries to come back at him with a joke and says, speaking of thieves, where'd you get this design? Yeah. Like, oh, you, you, you talk a big game there, buddy. He's talking about people being uh, thieves, but you th- stole this. And so he says, my father, Anton Vanko. So once again, it's all out there now. So like the whole thing of like, who's this mystery man? Well, he just told you. Yeah, like, he just told look you. Look up Anton right. Vanko. Anton Vanko has one son, Ivan. Oh, there he is. There's Ivan right, Vanko. Done. Right. And also, too, I think it's great that we've got that whole, this whole conversation stretched across these minutes. 
speaks to, okay, if, if Tony's right now going into thievery mode, like, who'd you get this from? Mm-hmm. It goes to why he started off with the whole techno babble right. in that I wanted a, he wanted to gauge and understand, well, who, who am I talking to here without yes. any other Are you the organ knowledge. grinder or are you the monkey? Exactly. Yeah, like, did somebody just put this on you and say, go fight this guy? Or is, are you right. the one who actually did it? Um, which he still, now he kind of is getting, but, like, when he tried that, he got nothing. But right. uh, now Ivan is interesting because it's interesting. Ivan is sort of having his own conversation because he's not really playing tennis here. He's not responding to all that kind of stuff. He's just like, I have a specific thing I need to tell you about. I'm going to and dance around all you want. <laughs> We're going to get to a way I want to do this one way or another. Uh, and so the, interestingly, the next line I think is probably the most painful line, but Tony doesn't know it. Tony yes. says, well, I've never heard of him. And I think of all things, that was the one that was like, oh, like stabbed to the heart. But Ivan doesn't let it show. But us knowing what we know, that one had to sting. Oh, no. And and it's and it's how he delivers it, because it's I think it's just never heard of him, like tossed away. Just yeah. com- nope. Don't even know who you're talking about. Garbage. And like, and they, I, I, Mickey takes a beat, and I, this is either it's him or editing or both, whatever. He takes yes. the beat of like, okay, like fists were being clenched. <laughs> he says, "My father is the reason you are alive." And it's like, oh, okay, so from his perspective, from Ivan's perspective, like his father is the one who either co-invented or invented and had it stolen by Stark, right. this technology. And the technology is what is in Tony's chest, keeping him alive is though that pulled all of the, the shrapnel away from his heart and kept him alive. So like my father's invention is the reason that we are having this conversation at all because yes. it saved your life. And it continues at this point to save your life. But, you know, Tony Howdy says no idea what that is. And because so he immediately fires back. Oh, the reason I'm alive is because you had a shot, you took it, and you missed. And it's like, it's like dude, like, like, it completely misses the point. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, right. And it's just like, like uh, you, uh, you came for the king, uh, and it doesn't happen. Like, what? Like, come on, man. Like, you're the one sitting in the cell. Really, bro? Um, and so then this is, this, uh, this is probably the best line in the movie. And, you know, uh, like, and one of the best perf- deliveries that Mickey Rourke gives, too. Did I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we'll actually hear that same line in another supervillain's mouth later on uh, That will, in, in another moment that lands just as hard as this one. Um, because he continues on. He says, if you can make God bleed, people will cease to believe in him. And then he switches the metaphor up a little bit, but still right. keeping on with the whole blood thing. He says, and there will be blood in the water and the sharks will come. All I have to do is sit here and watch and the world will consume you. Oh, man, that is a powerhouse of a supervillain line. It's so OK. So first of all, you have this whole thing about Tony. And, and again, I love this. Tony's in the dark. Yes. He's it, physically in the who dark. This guy is what he's talking about. He's 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 literally in a dark concrete cell, and he's actually totally mentally and and just cognitively in the dark about what's going on here. So I just love that that you there. There's real resonance in what Ivan is telling him because the viewer obviously knows what's motivated him and his whole backstory. Okay, but this whole I think there is so much in this. Okay, so the first time, first few times I saw this movie, I was always struck. By 
this interesting line of, if you can make God bleed, then people would cease to believe in him mm-hmm. for two reasons. Number one, here is a character, and this is why I talked about theology here at the beginning and stuff, different mm-hmm. world religions. You see this character has crosses on his body, right? Oh, yeah. So he yeah. has some sort of... some sort of too. Yes. Yeah, so, so there's some sort of affiliation w- with, with, with theology, and we would assume some Christianity. Christianity is the exact opposite of that line. <laughs> in that, by God bleeding... That's how people were drawn to believe in him hmm. in that situation right now. You'd say – and actually, if you ever Google this, there's been a lot of discussions about this, right? And I think sometimes people look at this or, you know, if you if you watch this from that perspective mm-hmm. and you say, well, that's kind of – you know, that – and the take has been, well, that's just a silly line. That doesn't make any sense. No, because here's why it does make sense. And I'll, this is my take on it. This is showing you how angry Ivan is. And he's not just angry with Tony. Mm-hmm. He's angry with what he believes is God. The cult of Tony. He's, well, no, he's, he is literally angry with God. Oh. <laughs> he's, no, yeah. he's angry with all of creation. <laughs> he's just pissed off because of what happened to his father, what happened to his life, what happened to his family, what's happened. He has just known nothing but pain and suffering. And so he's actually saying when he says, if you can make God bleed, yes, he is totally, you know, there's a, there's a deity complex here with Tony in what Tony thinks of himself and Tony, you know, how he sees himself in the world and how he sees it. But he's also, I think, projecting all of his anger with everything onto Tony. And I think that's actually the purpose of the line. And, and it's interesting because it is so – If you know, it's one of those lines where, even as a writer, mm-hmm. I think it's one of those lines you would write and, and you know, immediately it would come into your head and you'd go, oh, that's a really cool line. And then you'd think about it and, and, you, and something would be revealed to you like, oh, well, no, actually, that doesn't work at all. That's kind of how this line is because I – and I don't think it's that. I think it's that – no, you're trying to understand how angry and how the rage of Ivan's character is focused on everything he does in life. True, and but I, in this moment, I don't think he's that angry in terms of like an angry person. I because he he did what he set out to do. Oh, like, it's 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 like, darker anger. It's not it's yeah, not rage. It's not rage anger. Thing, it's like we talked it's a little anger. bit about this in the in during the fight uh, right. when we had when we had Pete on. Um, he's not trying to kill Iron Man. He's not trying to kill oh, Tony. Yeah. Like that's not what his goal is. So so all the peacocking, all the grandstanding, all that stuff out there, the slow walk, all the thing, that was all part of the performance because it was never about killing him in front of everybody and going, Look, he's dead. He's not trying to make him a martyr. He's trying to bring him low so that the world will kill him with a thousand cuts. Oh and this and here you go. Because to him, he is killing, trying to kill something much bigger than Tony. Yes, he's trying to kill the idea. He's trying to kill the Stark legacy. Well, and just, I think all of that. <laughs> yeah. he's, try, he's trying to kill peace. He's trying yes. to kill... Like everything, like, that, everything that Iron Man stands for. Everything, that yes. he has, everything Tony has accomplished. His name, his good fortune, all this stuff. He's trying to destroy it all. And you know what? It's working. Do you know what's amazing about this is? Is go all the way back to, the, to the, one of the opening shots of this movie. Yeah. The whole thing that Tony says on the stage about legacy. Yeah. This is literally the man who is who wants to be the harbinger of that. He wants yeah. to end it all. Yes. That's what you're getting from this. Oh, yeah. 
this is yeah, deep. It's fantastic. I, I as okay. So this is this this allow me to toot my own horn a little bit and and also admit to some theft. So I had an uh, opportunity a couple of years back to do a new version of Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. So my and one of the things that we did is is wanted to have it that it was a female Captain Nemo and wanted to do it. So I was thinking about like how can I show her mercilessness too. And so I had a, a scene where after an attack, there's a bunch of the sailors are still on the, like left on the ocean. Like, like after she's destroyed, you know, cracked the ship in half, all the sailors are out there, like, you know, basically just floating in the, in, and of course this is during the 1860s or whatever, where we said it, um, no help is coming. Uh, so they're out there. And so someone says, well, what about all the survivors? And she says, well, the sharks must be fed. And that's her exit line. And I was like, yeah. boom. And I literally like this and go, oh, yeah, I kind of I kind of stole it. <laughs> I like, I mean, I can see I can see it right here. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's taking inspiration from that, too. But I was really proud of that line. And I was like, all right, only half me. Like, which, which by the way, that is a fan. That was a fantastic uh, play. We, oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I, I wish I, I could, believe was, I wish I could oh, direct everybody to like go watch it on YouTube, but they never put it out anywhere. No, so it was like one of those things that just it went through, happened. I got if you, you know, I have I have an award on my wall. I was just going to say I'm you're award winning. Yes, so, yeah, and oh. then I actually end up using it multiple times, and it ends up like I I, re, I brought it back too because like by the end when you hear the line again, it actually means something different. Um, so yeah, so so I so good writing, recognized good writing, hopefully. Um, but this is this is the thing. So when he's saying this, like, so his his goal, his entire goal was not kill. Is basically let the world do the work. Like basically, right. so this is this is three hundred. Like the same thing. Yes. Like you show that the, you, the that the this is your king. Like you know, like basically you you make it so like this this deity that the, everybody's following is just a man, and suddenly. The, then, then the world will do the work for you, and so that is what his goal is. So, right here is a so this would be a great way to exit the movie. So, this is where we get into like my my alternate version of Iron are you Man. Fixing, are you fixing this movie? This, this is my I didn't fix it. Okay, so like I, I won't I won't go. I, I would do a whole new third act, but we won't get into that part. But basically, what if Rob? What if this is where Mickey Rourke exited? What if Whiplash? Like this was his goal. Boom, he's done. What if all of this conversation happened on his hospital bed, and then he dies, and he's gone? He would still be one of the greatest. Marvel villains of all time. Oh, people would still be talking about because because of what happens is what brings it low. Why people like Ugh, Whiplash? But if this was his thing, shows up, whips the hell out of Iron Man, and then goes, "That was never my goal. It was always just to show that you're just a man." Boom, and he's out. And apparently, listening to commentary, that was the original plan. Wait, like this what? was going to be Boris. Boris was going to get the whiplash thing, do this stuff, and then die after the fight. And then it was going to be a whole different third act. But like having that, to have him not show up again later on in the movie and a thing and do the thing with the thing would have been so much better. You know, that's no, no, that changes everything. A little digression here about, about where the movie goes after yeah. this. Um, Okay, one, I really wonder then how the Justin Hammer story would play out in that I, situation. I, say, I, think, I think it would be interesting to have him, like, even a a legion of other, like, you know, it's like he gets the technology, you know, like, somehow, like, okay, we don't have it, the, he cracks it, but, like, turns out that actually, like, when they raid it, they find the thing and it ends, or, like, or the, the police, I was going to say, if, off the top of my head, 
before he can get to the police confiscate the whole rig. Iron Man wants it, but before he can get to it, someone breaks in and steals oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then you yeah, actually yeah, yeah. introduce, like, I, I would, I guess, if I was going to do it all the way, I would have have, I would have a happy Hogan for Hammer. Another guy, like, a, or probably even one like, like Mercy Graves is for uh, Lex Luthor, that he always with him. And then she's like the henchman, so she's the one doing all of the stuff. And then she could be eventually in a suit. Because Justin Hammer's never going to get his hands dirty. But then she shows up as blizzard or you oh, know or, or wow. ripsaw or whatever whatever other kind of you get spy master you can like go through his archives all this stuff and then the show up in the, as as and then and then the end of the movie is of course then the, it gets it's loose the technology is loose in the world oh that's and then oh god that's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. but i uh, like the, so that's this is my thing but like this this would have been a great way to just walk out the door and then, and then, and then, yeah. the, then, you, then all of a sudden, I would think his his rank would elevate immeasurably against all the other heroes, and he'd be up there with all like the right, the major right, Marvel right. villains. That, that's not that's not to say that it's still entertaining. What's coming? Because I, I enjoy it quite a bit. But I'm, you know. well, yeah, I know. I'm just I, it's, 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 it feels like no, this I, is a pivot point. And well, from no, this, this point, I don't like the way. It pivots. Well, no, this is, and that is interesting. As we, oh, I mean. Really, the rest of the movie, there's going to be some still to come, a lot of amazing conversations because there'll be a lot of what ifs that we yeah. will play out on this. Yeah. But you're right. I but, mean, this seems to be the height. He yeah. he had a story. Yes. He and kicked some butt. Yeah. And, 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 which we're going to get into, he's really thrown Tony for a loop yeah. on multiple levels. Now, okay, before we move on to this, I just one other thing I want to add, add about the Making God Bleed comment. Mm hmm. It, it's it's theorized that this there's a callback to this at a later movie. Okay. So do you know that the callback? So there are people who have theorized that in in, in uh, Infinity War, when Tony has the fight with Thanos, oh, he makes God bleed. Ex- oh. Right. All that for a drop of blood. Everybody thought there was going to be some sort of like super weapon developed off of his bleed, but like. That's really good. There's there's Man. people that, that have made that assumption, and I do find that interesting. That yeah, maybe that's so in, in Infinity in, War. In yeah. Infinity War, is a callback to this mm. moment, which again cements the importance of this movie in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm glad for them cementing this particular moment. But I, I guess what what we're gonna see, and, and I, I say I won't get too deep into this, but from here on out. The problem is, is that your main villain, which Whiplash is purported to be, Ivan, he lacks agency. So from here on out, like his thing is done. So from here on out, he's just like, okay, let's see what happens now. Okay, let's like, you you barely get any idea that he has any type of plans beyond this. He's just sort of making up as he goes along. Now that's like obviously, you if you go to I, I, this scene is comparable to the interrogation scene in The Dark Knight between Joker oh, yeah. and Batman. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not crazy. I'm just ahead of the curve. Like, right. that kind of, like, you're like, oh, man, okay. And then later on when, when it's the Joker and Two-Face, when he is saying, I'm a dog chasing cars. Like, right. like, like it, which is a flat-out lie because the Joker plans everything like that's he is flat out lying that because it all the way through the dark knight is his plan well whiplash's plan is done from here on out he's just playing it as it lays like okay well all right i'll try that all right you know and so it's it's we're gonna track it as we go through because by the time he shows up in a big suit i am 
totally lost. <laughs> like, well, we'll talk. What, yeah, what, yeah. I mean, right, I, we're gonna we're gonna right. trace that. But from here, like, uh, so in his mind, at this moment, mentally, he's done. Right. Like Ivan Vanko is done. Like he's like did what I wanted to do. Oh yeah, send me back to prison. I got yeah. friends there. I don't care. Like exactly. Like sure. I'm out. So. Right. That I want to like keep that in our heads as we go and, and sort of trace his thought process as we go from here on out because he is a man who set out to accomplish an unbelievable goal and did yes. So mm. we still have then Tony is uh, is still talking he said and trying to like like hit him with a zinger pew 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 says uh, where will you be watching the world consume me from oh a prison cell. I'll send you a bar of soap. <laughs> oh, 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 Iron Man Two, Tony, you're the worst. Yeah, that's uh, I cringe every time now. I cringe. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's not. Uh, but then Ivan does get the last word. Uh, unfortunately, we don't get to hear that last word because it gets cut off. So he says, "Hey, Tony, before you go, palladium in the chest. That's a painful way to." And that's where the man unfortunately ends. What? We don't get to hear the end of that sentence until now, minute 41. Okay, I love, we've talked about this on and off uh, mic here. The minute breaks, I yeah. love of this movie so far because right. we've got we've got perfect moments. Like, thank God, like the whole suit up scene was not broken across oh, minutes, right? right? Like oh, just yeah. all of that, the, the fight, all of this stuff. This is crazy. Like, this uh-huh. is such a cliffhanger it's because... It's so close. It's so close. Well, but okay, but what's incredible about this is just, just following it minute by minute, which is why you're listening to this. Yeah. Well, wait, okay, we already know Tony's in the dark, right? Yeah. He knows more about his family than he realizes. There's all mm-hmm. this stuff. To drop this bomb, uh-huh. hey, yeah. Also, I know, I know exactly what's happening to you. I know something no one yeah. on the face of the earth knows about you. Yeah. Sort of, but we'll find out more about that later. Right. I know this about you. Oh, mind blown for Tony. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that he knows not only how to make an arc reactor, but also exactly what that arc reactor is doing when it's in his chest. <sighs> so that Tony thought only he knew. Yeah. I oh. say this scene does not get enough respect in the Marvel canon. Like in in terms of like this scene, because like it is as important a scene as like in that we're talking about in the in the dark night like that scene is, is lauded and exalted and, and shown and, and dissected you can go on the internet and t- see tons of things about that but like it's because there's <laughs> there's a lot of junk around it that it's uh, people don't notice it for the gem that it is do you know why i think though also too it is why because i think for a long time i don't think people can get over the appearance of mickey rourke in this true i mean that i, I say I, I i'm really not a fan of I, how far over the top he goes no, in no i I, I really wish the teeth are really distracting the yeah. chisels are fine the hair is really i i find bizarre like i don't understand why that would be a a russian scientist gangster would have like almost dreads like it's yeah. It's really strange. It's just, uh, what. Uh, here's the thing. Imagine how this scene would have been, how would it would have played differently, and how it would be would be seen differently mm-hmm. had he been in a jumpsuit, yeah, a, like a, a prisoner jumpsuit. Yeah, true. Because then, then there, then there is nothing else to focus on other than the conversation. True, but I, I, I can see that he having him be the most vulnerable. He has, he has nothing. Like he's entirely stripped down. He has no armor. Right, you know, where Tony is dressed up and and free to move about. Like here is a a man who is naked and chained, and still has most of the power in the scene. Right, right. 
Yeah. So yeah, that part that part didn't bother me as much, but yeah, but it's I think both I think this is the high point of acting for both of these guys in this movie. Okay, I mean they're still this. This is this is the this is the controversial statement I am making. We all know what 40. you think. I mean, I understand. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm just impressed. I'm glad. I'm glad that you've loved these these last five minutes. I did. I, I did. And now it's all downhill. <laughs> no, I'm there, there. I say I'm not going to be like suffering like I was the the minutes leading up to this. No, um, it's going to be great. No, it's not going to be great. But well, it's, it's not going to be, be great. painful. Like Our, there's still a lot of good stuff that's going to happen, and a lot of uh, really some really fun performances and some good effects and stuff too. I'm not down on that because War Machine has yet to to rear his. Oh, we his have silver that. Hand. I mean, like Don, there's tons of great Don Cheadle stuff coming, and there's some, actually some some great Scarlett Johansson stuff coming. So yes, don't, don't stop listening, people. No, <laughs> there's still but, some really really good stuff in here. So I'm not going to just be bashing for the rest of the time. But I can tell you, like like thematically, this was the high, and from here on out, it's just like. Okay. Let's, well, let's, uh, hey, let's, let's continue on and for the people. This thing out. So, in celebration, obviously, this minute you would say to yourself, as and I've even just we've just talked about this. Mm-hmm. Although this minute is so been focused on dialogue, yes. the one big visual element is the incredible tapestry of art that has you know adorned uh, Ivan's Ivan's bodice here. Mm-hmm. Bodice? Why did I say bodice? No, body. Body, Not yeah. a bodice. That's horrible. <laughs> I sometimes I misspeak, and the people Did all you know just this happens. Gender Ivan Venko. Let me ask you this. Um, forget about that. Okay. Let's just say if you're interested in visuals, where maybe do you think someone could go? Uh, you know, it happens that we have a, a pretty strong significance uh, present on. The Instagram. Wait, it took us so long to get there. <laughs> Boy, it sure did. Thank you for taking this journey with us as we went to promo our, our Instagram handle, which is at the next reel. Uh, we are promoting all of our shows. We're putting up excerpts and then really cool art, and it is uh, aesthetically pleasing. At least that's our intention. So follow us on Instagram. We're having some uh, a lot of fun uh, posting all sorts of stuff on there. So at the next reel, uh, follow us, and I believe we follow you back because that's kind of the people we are. That's how we are. So thank you all for listening. Uh, we're going to be leaving the prison cell here, and then we're going into a brave new world where uh, things are not going to go very well for Tony from here on out. So uh, the the fall of Tony Stark uh, begins in earnest here in Minute 41, and you do not want to miss it. Enough said. Bye. Bye.